You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. No, 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 fishing! Now, inshore, offshore. If it's in the water, we'll tell you how to get it in the boat. It's Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. Good morning, Flash Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. We got a great show for you guys today. We got a special guest in the house, Captain Jeff Maggio, Mr. Run That Dog. How you feeling this morning, Jeff? Dude, you guys got me up good and early. I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> All right. I know you're not an early bird, but we made you one today. We got Big Halsey in the house. Morning. Homo Sassa Halsey is here. <laughs> By the way, yeah, I know I know we kind of went into that last week, but uh, it's official. Butterscotch has now been retired. We're at the Homo Sassa Halsey stage now. I've got people asking me all kinds of stuff. What's your What's your real name? <laughs> no, he's he's Butterscotch right now. Right now. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. He he does Scotchy change right characters now. when he gets in form. He's the Halsey. Yeah, the Halsey. Halsey. <laughs> all you got to do is add a little bit of Tito's and some MJK. Uh, MGK's in there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's up, Dad? Yeah, Dad. We got Dad in the house. James Garrison and. Believe it or not, people, Roland came back for one more show. This is it. This, this is, the is one. it. He couldn't. He couldn't walk away without having the whole crew. Yeah. And I think he came back for a good one because this is going to be a good show today. I feel good. Yeah, you look good. Oh, your, your hair looks great. Everything looks good. Wow. We got a lot of stuff to go over. We're going to recap some of the filming we did last week in uh, Homosassa. Um, we're going to definitely hit LunkerCon real hard with Jeff. Uh, these next couple segments coming up. Safety tip by Lieutenant Tony Rosas. Uh, that's going to be coming in on the third segment. Uh, yeah, we switched it up with the Coast Guard. Now we're moving in with the FWC. Uh-oh. Uh, and actually, I was a very small hero this week out on the water. You were? Yeah, I thought I was going to get arrested. Just called himself a hero. That's he what they call himself small, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just rude. I'm sorry. I, the last I never put small in front of my name. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm pulling into the boat ramp. And I'm back in the truck in, and this police officer pulls up an SUV real fast, real hard. Uh-oh. Like, pull right up on me, hops out, runs straight to the car. I'm like, man, did I cut this guy off? What did I do? And he comes up to me, he goes, hey, you want to help me with a rescue mission? I said, yeah, sure. I don't got to go catch bait or, and go fishing right now. I want to go save somebody's life. Yeah. So we jumped in the boat. Border Patrol jumped on too. Oh. And Mikel was taking his sweet time with the truck and trailer. I'm like, Mick, these guys are ready to go. We're going to leave. He was worried about ice, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what Mick was doing. <laughs> so he comes running down the dock, jumps on the boat. We hit the no-wake zone. From the boat ramp out, we just hammered down all the way out to the center of the, the bridge. And there was a guy that jumped off the bridge. So I took the cop and the Border Patrol to the boat. Right. And they were the guy was, there was an off-duty cop holding the guy in the water for like 30 minutes because he couldn't get him in the boat by himself. What? So he was still conscious. So when I dropped off the other uh, deputies, they jumped on, were able to get him in the boat. He lived. And then they did like this whole, uh, they're like, hey, they called me when I was still fishing. They're like, the news is coming to the boat ramp if you want to get on the news. They interviewed me for like 10 minutes and I got a solid 3.2 seconds on the news. You know, I even, I even, I even stayed up till 11 to watch that. I did that. too, dude. And I was like, come on, man. I was, I was so just, disappointed. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we made a video about it. I thought, I mean, literally Jen Holloway tagged me on Instagram. I was oh. more, I was more impressed by that though. Jen yeah. Holloway is a fan of ours. I, I like that oh, a lot. Oh no, she, shout out to Jen. She's probably yeah, listening. Right. Shout, shout out to Jen. Yeah, because she was walking up to the boat right before she goes, oh, you had me at Flats Mafia. So we're like, all right, 
cool. We should I should have took a picture with her. Instead, we didn't. We're riding down the street, and she kind of took a picture sideways out the car and put it on her Instagram. So nice. it was pretty cool. I That's mean, they, pretty we, hot. We, we got some. Uh, I mean, I was a billboard. Flats Mafia got a little bit of love. I was wearing my shirt and hat. What do you think about that, Dad? That's good. Job, good. Son. <laughs> uh, so the filming last week, we we actually had a remote location last week at McCray's down in Homosassa. They went really well. Uh, we actually have Gregory going back and forth in the studio. He's here doing a couple of things. GoPros are rolling. Uh, I thought all in all, we had a really good trip. I mean, with everything that we did and everything we're besides you guys picking on me and not letting me get back in the boat as usual and pushing me in the water. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I can entertain everybody. Why, well, why are you saying that? I helped you in the boat. Yeah, after 25 minutes, we all tried. To after help I you. made other people's uh, Facebook live feeds because they're going live. Thank God for the pontoon boat. You name another person who goes underwater and pushes you from the bottom side up. <laughs> that's true. He, he, yeah, that's, you're right. That's 100 percent dedication. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. Thanks, Dad. You are right. You had my you had my back end butt at the same time. <laughs> Still having nightmares. I bagged him when he got in the boat too. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then of course it once I get back in after that all that all that mess, I bend over to grab something. Troy just pushes me back in the water. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just staying here for now. We got a lot of good stuff. This what was that last weekend? Yeah, yeah, but it was yeah, a blur last weekend. Yeah, Halsey. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a long weekend. Yeah, there was some stuff that got recorded that Justin don't feel comfortable about. But you know, we met another person last week, so he came out. Yeah. Yeah, we got to keep him uh, locked up for a little bit. Yeah, we uh, no, no, you can't. I know how to unlock him, so I already know the formula. So you're <laughs> yeah. done. I was just gonna yeah. say, do you know how many drinks it takes to get there? Yeah, I well, I can't. I lost count that day. It's a lot. I Is definitely it? lost count that day. Yeah, but uh, I tell you what, we got. Uh, if you guys don't know who Jeff Maggio is, you're definitely gonna know today, Captain Jeff Maggio from originally from you living in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I've been in uh, Fort Lauderdale since 1975. Parents moved there. Uh, my old man moved there just to fish, actually. Really? Well, yeah, he was grew up in Boston area, and he was into uh, the bluefin fishing. And the uh, problem with that is they only fish three months out of the year, and then it gets cold. And then he'd wait nine months to go fishing for three months, and then he was like, screw this, we're moving to Fort Lauderdale. So thank God for that. I got out of the uh, New England area, and I uh, ended up down here in South Florida, and... Uh, We've been fishing ever since. Ever since, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw on, uh, on your way down, you packed the rods up. You're throwing the fly rod behind their house. And where were you in Punta Gorda? Yeah, uh, my parents moved over to Punta Gorda. I don't know, 15 years ago. So we had a boat company called Salt Shaker Custom Yachts, and uh, we built boats over in Fort Lauderdale um, up until about '98 or so, and then uh, we moved the company over to, or at least the production facility over to uh, Punta Gorda. And then we were making the uh, boats over there for a while. And uh, when Charlie came through, it totally destroyed the whole boat plant. And then uh, we shortly after that went into a recession. And that was the end of the boat building days. I hear you. That was the end of a lot of people's boat building. Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, Charlie was a pretty pretty yeah. good storm. Yeah, Charlie was tough. Um, but, you know, everything worked out good. Punta Gorda looks great now compared to the way it used to look. So the rebuilding process went really good. And uh, we rolled by there um, on the way over here. I tried to get with the Mad Snooker, who's going to come to LunkerCon. I know you guys on the West Coast are pretty familiar with that Pomelu. guy. Yep. Yeah, Dave Pomelu. Yeah. yeah, he's been a longtime he, supporter and just a great dude for a long time. So He's, he's the whitest fisherman you ever meet. His skin, he fishes only at night. Well, he don't have any sunburn. He's a vampire. Yeah. 
He is. But I'm telling you, when you go to the boat shows and you see Dave, he steps out like a sore thumb because he doesn't fish during the day. It's only nighttime. Like kind of like you almost. Yeah, but I'm I'm Italian. So and you have some skin yeah, skin so color. Yeah. I'm not milky white like Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't burn when the sun comes up. Yeah. I'm telling you, Dave's Dave's vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I know I spoke to him a couple of times before, man. He, and uh he definitely uh He's a night hawk. Yeah, and I, and I'm, oh man, I feel so bad for a lot of those guys that are fishing down there in that area because uh, that red tide's been crushing them. Yeah, it's been crushing them. And, we, uh, we've been lucky, honestly, this way. Honestly, I, I what I've kind of felt been happening lately is I think maybe we're starting to get a little bit more of a push of fish coming in the bay because they're feeling that, but the fishing around here has been good. Yeah, it was good yesterday. Yeah, you did all right? Yeah, they wanted meat, so we did snapper and, you know, trout and that kind of stuff. There's a ton of them out there. Yeah. Yeah. How was bait? Still kind of small? Yeah, you had to work. You had to, you had to like, I threw like 10 times. I had enough, you know, but it was. Uh, you got more than a dozen? I got, yeah, <laughs> a little more than a dozen. <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, you'd get 20 good baits and 50, 60 that you really can't use. Yeah, just chummers. You just got to deal with it. It's the time of the year, man. Wait, I mean, what we should it should change here? What next month and a half? I don't know, man. Probably it, it doesn't get good till probably late September. Yeah, my opinion. And then you get all them pork chops, one or two throws, you're done. That's, that, what, that's what we call happy bait. Yes, happy bait. The happy yes. bait season is about four weeks away, three yeah. weeks away. Yeah, right now it's unhappy. Yeah, I'm not happy at all with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pod sucks. Yeah, pod sucks. Uh, but Jeff, you're fishing. How's your fishing your way? I mean, it seems like you've been. I mean, you've had a pretty good, uh, consistent bite. Yeah, this summer has been a great summer. Um, you know, last few summers over in the East Coast, you know, it's been hot and dry, and we haven't been getting any rain. And the uh, water temperature in the ICW over there was getting up, you know, close to 100 degrees, 96, 97 degrees. And uh, last summer, my bait was actually dying in the bait well. Yeah, mine too. Because it was so hot. And this year, you know, we've had a lot of overcast, tropical-looking days. Uh, water temperature's down around 86. And uh, we're just crushing the tarpon all summer long. And um, it's been nice. It's been good for the clients. And it's been a busy summer. So uh, everything's kind of, you know, came together nicely. But I'm glad pre-pod um, is almost over. The small bait thing and the warm water thing is, you know, it was fun while it lasted. But I'm ready for it to be over. And then... Uh, you know, during the happy bait season, we see people that we don't get to see the other nine months out of the year. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Here know, comes everybody. going to be coming out. Yep. So uh, let me be the first to wish everybody in the greater Tampa area happy bait. Happy, happy bait. bait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. Well, I can't wait because uh, I'm tired of throwing that net. Even though we got a super light net from Barracuda, that after you still throw it 20, 25 times and you're looking at your well and your baits are – you're ready to go. You're ready to fish. Yeah. You're over it. Yeah, ready to go. You know what I'm over is the mess. The grass? Oh, my God, man. Dude, I, the pin, the pinfish are beautiful, though. I know. I've, I've been trying to feed those pinfishes, and they're like, eh, I'll still take the greenbacks. Yeah. Okay. I lost my bait the other day on my trip halfway through it and just looked at the guys and said, look, we're not going to go catch more bait. It's going to be too difficult. So I went and bought eight dozen from Bill. You bought and a dozen. I bought a dozen. I how bought multiple dozens. How much does a dozen run you guys over here? Uh, honestly, I bought eight dozen medium shrimp. They were actually good-sized shrimp. I think I paid 24 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. So, I mean, for to be able to get it, it took maybe 20 minutes from there and back to get everything done. The guys were kind of 
they were older gentlemen, so they were, uh, you know, starting to heat up a little bit. So I told them, why don't you guys take a little breather, eat your little Cuban sandwich. She'll be back in a second. <laughs> and luckily it worked out, man, because we, we ended up plucking a couple keeper reds and a couple smaller uh, rat reds to kind of make the day. Almost lost the rod. Got, got left the rod on the side of the boat. Four-foot Bonahead came up and just destroyed the shrimp. And the rod shot straight out of the boat, and the old man just caught it like this. Mid-air caught the cork and the rod and hooked the, hooked the shark, put him in the boat. And believe it or not, they ate him again. They put it. They said they were going to put him in a paella. <laughs> hey, really? Yeah, they're Cubans. Hey, let, hey these, these are some old-time Cuban guys from West Tampa. Oh, they don't throw nothing out. Uh, Bro, no, we, gutted, we gutted the redfish and scaled it, left the head on and everything. He was like, yeah, we're going to get all the meat out of this one. I said, all right. And then filleted the bonnethead. Filleting a bonnethead is probably the easiest fish to fillet. There's no bones or nothing. I go from the tail up to the front. It's really pretty meat. But I ain't said, no bonnethead. They said they're putting it in a paella. I'm, I'm, my, a couple of my clients you swear by it. it. You tried it. I haven't tried it yet. I will. I, I, I'll, hey, I'll try everything once. That's <laughs> everything. <laughs> It's only weird if you like it, Bob. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get into LunkerCon coming up in this next segment. We're going to take a break, uh, quick break. Big shout-out to Minnows and Monsters, Big Storm Brewing Company, and uh, Trojan Batteries. There it is. Wow. <laughs> my lapse. My, I got hit with the break too early. I wasn't ready. But y'all stay tuned. We got Jeff Maggio in the house. We're going to get into LunkerCon very shortly. Stay tuned. Flash Mafia Radio, 102.5 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back to Flats Mafia Radio, brought to you by GT Marine. 102.5 The Bone, real, raw radio. Flats Mafia Radio, 102.5 The Bone. We are back with Captain Jeff Maggio, Mr. Run That Dog. I cast this, I cast that. <laughs> We were, we were saying that's my uh, favorite video. Did you ever get the video? That uh, he the whole sent way you? to iCast, yeah, we yeah, were yeah, saying yeah. that. I got, I got the video. that yes. you guys sent me from iCast. Yeah, from oh iCast. Oh my god, that was great. We yeah. ran, we ran a couple of them, make sure we covered everything on that little video. <laughs> yeah, there. we did. It was good stuff. Good stuff. We got Jeff in the house. We're gonna, I'm gonna go over a real quick tournament coming up. The Robert, Robert, excuse me, Rob Phillips Eagle. Buick GMC fishing tournament. It's a CCA event. Stumbling. You guys, you want to let's just do that again? We're gonna Rob Phillips Eagle Buick GMC fishing tournament. It's a CCA event. How was that? That was a lot better. better. Yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. Take two was a lot God better. Golly, that take one was terrible. <laughs> they gotta had a second chance. You're gonna you can leave out at 7 a.m. It's a deadline weigh in at 5 p.m. at McCray's a home assassin. And uh, they also got a captain's meeting Friday, October 5th, 2018, obviously, at McCray's from 6 to 8. They got biggest grouper, biggest redfish, biggest trout. Uh, biggest grouper's paying out 1500 bucks, and the redfish and trout are paying out 750 It's a great event because uh, half of it goes to the CCA. The other half goes to uh, kids and uh, uh, not sponsorships. What do you call it when a kid 
Scholarships. That's what it is. It's it goes wow. to the kids. Jeff, you must have him messed up yeah. today or something. I, I don't know. Maybe I had too many last night. No, I'm right. It's just that I'm I'm reading this, you know, for now the first time because I know Dad's gonna probably say, "Oh, you should have read it. Should have known it already." Well, I know what happens when we ask you to read. Yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> All you gotta do is read it. Yeah, I read it. So uh, Left you can right. contact Eagle Buick GMC at 352-795-6800. That's 352-795-6800. And this is uh, the Rob Phillips Fishing Tournament. You don't want to miss this out of home Sassa. $50 a person. Great tournament, great cause. Now, that was this is part of a boys we were hanging out with, the, the 4, uh, 4X crew last night. Yeah. Bob, Steve, and I'm, I'm James, I think is the last name. The other guy is James I'm going right. to go with. I was going to write it down, and my phone died right when I left there. But I actually hung out with them for like another probably 45 minutes after you left last night. We just kicked it in the parking lot. Real real cool guys, man. Yeah, no, the uh, those Ernst brothers, they've been uh, God, they've been uh, part of the social network for seven or eight years now. And uh, kind of recruited those guys when we did that uh, ICAST video. Yeah, and I want to apologize to everybody out there about that ICAST Don't video. do that. Don't do that. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> no, I, I feel bad, and the reason I feel bad is because there was a lot of people after that video that actually thought going to ICAST was cool. <laughs> right. and, and people were, like, making the trip to go to ICAST, like, to get in there, and then they get in there, and they're like, it's just a convention that, you know. There's a bunch of stiffs with uh, badges on and stuff. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, I kind of felt bad that, you know, we made it seem like it was you the place it to up. be. <laughs> Look at this. It's Jeff, landlocked. This, is, this happened to us this year. We're in ICAST in the parking lot. A guy and his family rolls up to us in the parking lot and says, hey, can, you guys, can, can you help me get in? And we're like, no. He came. Where'd he come from? He was far. He came from Jacksonville? No, yeah. It was a different state. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. Like, just to go there, research, we're like, you can't. Bro. We're like, you can't just walk in this place, I and mean, you can't even have our badge because it doesn't match the ID. You everything. Yeah, it's like high security in there. We no, but, but turn around and left. But you know how Flats Mafia does it. We got the iCast, and we tailgated before we went inside. Oh, that's class. We pop, we pop down the tailgate. <laughs> class, we says. put on some reggae music, and we had a couple. We probably had a dozen. Cold we ones. had a dozen. <laughs> yeah. Now, that, yeah. If you're gonna do iCast, that's the way to do it. We're you throwing get, a football around. <laughs> now, did you guys? Did you guys save your receipts? And like uh, all your expenses and everything, so you could write it off. Um, I think we did as a company. I'm not sure. I know I didn't keep any receipts. The only thing you found in my pockets was some empty candy bar wrappers well, then, at the end of the yeah, night. If you guys did not do that, that means you are not official iCast guys. <laughs> <laughs> official iCast guys turn in all their receipts and everything, and they get reimbursed for it and so on and so forth. Yeah, I didn't see no reimbursement check. Did you, Bob? <laughs> no, not so one. You guys are spending hey, Dad, your own, where, where you guys they are at? spending your own cash. No, it's, where that's they at, not Dad? True. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, no, no, we're not paying. Move on. We're not paying these guys anything. <laughs> but going to, going to ICAST that year, right, um, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everybody's asking me, dude, are you going to ICAST? Are you going to ICAST? And I'm like, dude, I'm a fishing guide. Like, why in the world would I go to ICAST? But it got so overwhelming that we actually, you know. You needed to go see what it is for yourself. Well, we figured it'd be good YouTube content. Yeah, just go over there and, and make fun of everybody. Yeah, it went was, over there and made fun of everybody. Right, it was great YouTube content. And, um, yeah, we came up with some terms at ICAST, like the Andy Reid of fishing, you know? Because <laughs> there's like four molds of people that are at ICAST. And the Andy Reid guy, you know, the guy looks just like Andy Reid. 
I'd say about a third of the dudes at ICAST look like Andy Reid. <laughs> My dad could be one of them when he was a little heavier. It's kind of like a third of the people here in Tampa named Terry. <laughs> <laughs> or they're ex-wrestlers. How does that work, anyway? There's a lot of, lot of wrestlers There's in Tampa. There's a lot of ex-wrestlers yeah. here. Yeah. I'm, I'm partial to that. <laughs> Partially it's funny you say the thing about the name tags. You don't need name tags at ICAST. You just look at the back of their shirt because they're on it. Their <laughs> names are on their shirts. A lot yeah. of freshwater, yeah. There was a lot of bass guys. And I'm not going to rip them. It is what it is. It is what it is. I still like funny videos. Listen, hey, don't act like we weren't waiting until 3 o'clock to the hospitality. That's why we, I mean, come on. Oh, dude, that's why we go there. Yeah. I, I mean, that window of time from 3 to 6. I mean, you just got to tip the bartender. It's all. I was getting three at a time. Business. It's our business to go. Like we, yeah. need, we need to be there for business. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's I, a lot of people who he's speaking to that are going that have no need to be there. Yeah, that's true. Well, if I wasn't involved with this and I was just guiding, there, there was no. I don't know why I would go. The only other reason I see going is the a lot of cool free stuff you get. I mean, extra it's tough. Not. Extra tough was giving out probably the best koozie you ever seen yeah, in your it's life. Koozies, though. You're koozies, not, man. I'm gonna drive to Orlando for a koozie. Well, no, I'm not saying you need to go to ICAST for that. I'm just saying the one it's thing. Landlocked. Was, it's right. landlocked. It's landlocked. Things landlocked. The uh, <laughs> so I, I I roll into ICAST right, and I got no badge. You know, I got no nothing, and I just roll up there, and the lady's looking at me, and I'm like looking at the lady. It's kind of like a stare down, and uh, I'm thinking to myself. This reminds me of the librarian when I was at high school. And she's like, well, you know, what company are you with? And I said, I'm with Lunker Dog. And I go, what's Lunker Dog? And I says, well, we're, you know, we're a social media content maker. She goes, oh, media. And I said, absolutely. So she gave me a media pass <laughs> yeah. and rolled right in there. And I could get to do things in ICAST that everybody else couldn't do because I was part of a media group. Yeah. And if you think about it, you know. That's not even like far fetched. No, it's not. I mean, when you're getting, you know, the YouTube exposure, the Facebook, yeah, you're exposure, supposed to Instagram, be reporting what you're seeing there. That's media. Now, the librarian, she probably didn't understand that, but she didn't need to understand. No, that. she didn't. Right? She just needed to give you the open door to run with. Hey, uh, so we're gonna do that next next year. You're gonna roll in as media group. Yeah, we are a media group. Yeah, right after we're done tailgating. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, explain to us what LunkerCon is here. Let's get to yeah, it. Yeah, let's get let's get start getting this because we got we got some time. I want I want I want to break it down for all the people. All right, yeah, and, and you know that's a good question because you know getting your arms around or your brain around you know the term LunkerCon, um, it's hard. But let me explain what it's not first, okay? Because as fishermen, as professional fishermen, and Growing up in the scene and being in the marlin tournaments and sailfish tournaments and boat shows and all sorts of banquets and conventions, seminars. When fishermen get together, it's usually pretty corny, <laughs> right? And you're put in a position like, a, you know, a tournament style position where you're com competing against one another. You're not really hanging with one another. Ego battle. A lot of ego stuff going on. And... Um, we're just constantly in that position. Either we're at a boat show type setting or a tournament type setting or whatever. But it's very unnatural for the natural fishermen because natural fishermen like to, you know, cut up, have a good time yeah. and laugh and so on and so forth. So, I don't know, this is, has to be 10 years ago um, at Lauderdale Marina. I decided that uh, I was going to invite all the fishermen at the end of the season, you know, to come and hang out and... Uh, we actually went live 10 years ago on Ustream. 
Ustream. Yeah, Ustream. It was just me and Snoop Dogg on Ustream at the time. <laughs> but anyway, we were actually going live back then, and um, the fishermen showed up to uh, Lauderdale Marina, which is kind of like the hub of Fort Lauderdale Marine Industry or whatever, and um, it was a total blast. All the best fishermen showed up. We hung out. We had beers. We went live online. We had a DJ, and nothing was expected of any of the fishermen except for to show up and have a good time. That's it. All right. And we did that uh, year after year for about five years, and then it really started to you know uh, gain popularity, and a lot of the celebrity types were starting to uh, you know show up. And if you didn't know, we used to call it. The Happy Bait Live event. Happy Bait. You know? And then uh, Peter Miller kind of slipped, you know, slipped his tongue one day and called it LunkerCon. And it just came out, LunkerCon. And then the fans caught on to that, you know, online. And they started calling it LunkerCon. So then it developed its own name, LunkerCon. But it's uh, basically where all the best fishermen get together, both the pros and the recreational people. But the guys that are really into the sport. It's a place where they come together, they hang out, they have a good time. We always give away a bunch of stuff to junior anglers. Um, people that are in the Lunker Dog social network, Bubba, <laughs> we were talking about this last night, just show up to this thing and have a good time. And it's a non-sponsored event, meaning whoever you got. Whoever you got, you got. The cash comes out of my pocket most of the time. You know, and it's my pleasure because it's a great event and it's something that we actually need in this fishing community. Agreed. You know what I mean? We got to get together. We got to leave, leave our egos at the door. And the fishing guides, it's all about the network. It's about referring good clients to each other. You yeah. know, like so many times, so many times, you know, the especially the guys that first, you know, start guiding, is they feel like there's, you know, some sort of competitiveness amongst one another. Yeah. And then you start fishing 200 days a year, and you realize that there's only so many days you can actually fish. You stop caring. Right. <laughs> and then you help the other guys that are fishing 200 days a year, and then everybody can start helping one another. Yeah, the, everybody And that's the way together. it actually works. And, um, you know, it takes a while for people to get that. But LunkerCon is, you know, part of that. Yeah. You know? If I can, um, if I can do an event where I can tell people on the East Coast that they can come over here to Tampa and fish with you know some of you guys to catch the redfish and some of the things that we don't catch, and then vice versa. Yeah. You know, and it's worked out great over the years. So anyway, that's what LunkerCon is. It's uh, it's really caught on over the years. Yeah, it has. And the last one we did here was a real good one. And I I can only this one that we're gonna do next Friday is gonna be out of. Out of the, out of charts here, <laughs> out so of charts. Gonna, yeah, out of There's charts. Another above, isn't out it? of bounds. It's out of charts. We're gonna have to wrap this segment up real quick. This is Flats Mafia Radio. Big shout out to GT Marine Minnows and Monsters, and Trojan Batteries. We'll be back shortly. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone.
Welcome back to Flats Mafia Radio, brought to you by GT Marine. 102.5 The Bone, real, raw radio. Okay, Roland. Flats Mafia Radio, 102.5 The Bone. We were back with Mr. Run That Dog, Jeff Maggio. Mr. Get a Dozen. I love it. I mean, we were just talking about that on break. Like, how... How do all these little things come up? And I know we were kind of talking about uh, your buddy last night on how to how to work things. Like, you know, how where did that come from? How to get a do- uh, if Can you get a dozen? Can you get a dozen? Uh, you know, one of the good thing about not having any sponsors is uh, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> and um, the term, you know, can you get a dozen actually came from the uh, 80s and 90s with the fishing shows. And you would watch the fishing shows, and you'd see the host, you know, whether it was Sosin or um, George Pavaramo or who else were the old guys that did the fishing shows? Roland Martin. Roland Martin. You know, all these. And you know, we sat back and we were watching the fishing shows, and we were like, we're looking at these guys. We're like, how many of these guys can actually get a dozen baits for themselves? <laughs> Because you know they're. That's where that came from. Yeah. That's where it came from. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I like no, it I, even more now. Yeah, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Well, yeah, I mean, all those old, all those old shows, and you know, some of the shows still going on right now is you know they always hire, you know, or to hire they always bring a professional with them, like you or me or something. And what do we do? First thing, we get them a dozen. Yeah, right. So you sit back and you watch the fishing shows and you look at these hosts and everything, and you think, can that dude actually get a dozen? <laughs> <laughs> and that's where can you well, get a dozen? You sold me. Well, you sold me. Tampa is like you got to get five hundred here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really got to throw greenbacks. You, you got to get five hundred. Can, can you get two fifty at least? Can he even black a well out? Yeah, right. All right. So the the question t- in today, um, can Henry Wozchuk get a dozen? Get a dozen? Not here. He can't. <laughs> question mark. Hundred percent. Right here. He can't. <laughs> Not Jeez. in Tampa, you can't. Uh, uh, it's you good can't stuff. Get, never mind. <laughs> I ain't gonna go there. I might have to do business with Washchuck one day. <laughs> hey, well, you, you hang out on Dale Mabry, you can probably get a dozen or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get a dozen for sure. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, I got Tony, but go ahead and put a uh, Lieutenant Tony Roses from FWC. We got him on the line. I'm gonna go over a couple things. Tony, are you there? Tony, Tony come Captain in. Over. Come in, Lieutenant. Lieutenant Tony Roses. Ten forty-six. It's all there. All right, Tony, give us a call back. You are disconnected. That's right. He'll be back. You were off the hotline. He's is he gone? Yeah, he's gone. Okay. Oh, I don't right. know why he dropped. I don't know what happened. But if he calls back, we'll put him right through. Maybe he has Metro or something. I was having fun about this dozen talk. Let's keep going on that. Yeah, well, and then run that dog. And actually, wait, wait, there he is. Because I want, I don't want to interrupt you again. You got him. There he is, Lieutenant Tony Rosas with the FWC. You there? Tony, are you there? I just spoke to him. I think yeah. Tony's phone is it overheating. It must be Metro or something. Maybe. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, Pump strike two. Up. You got to get that Verizon kid. Come on. <laughs> so you got the lunkers. Like, cause I, I, I watched a couple of the older videos yesterday when you're just catching lunkers, which are just big fat snook. Yeah, the big fat snook. You know, the big tarpon. The uh, Pretty much the big everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anything and that's, you know, very, pretty substantial is a lunker. And then the oh, next level is to be able to get your lunker in somebody else's face. 
<laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. That's why it's probably right there. <laughs> I mean, getting a lunker in somebody's face, I mean, that's like a little bit, you know, advanced. Yeah. You know I mean? well, we, we do it at uh, Pappy's Point all the time. I've been trying <laughs> to do that since <laughs> I was 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pull up, there's boats there. You pull right in. You start throwing cut bait out. Before you know it, you got four monster redfish in the boat, and the guy in the John boat next to you is like, what am I doing wrong? And we just took... Caught big old redfish and, yeah, like you said, right in their face. And uh, nothing makes an angler more happy than getting a lunker in somebody's face. <laughs> and it's universal, whether you're catching walleye <laughs> or you're catching bluefin tuna. It doesn't uh, matter. Anything what? in between. If you're getting a oh, lunker in somebody's face, the guy that's getting the lunker is, it's, it's a different, what do you, what it's do you a different this level of happy. <laughs> you slap him with it? Yeah. Yeah, just bring it. If they're close enough, you can slap them with the tail. Like you're going to go show them and just hit them with the lunker. Done that a couple times. Yeah. And you guys do know there's etiquette for getting lunkers in people's faces. Okay, let's That's hear that. Right. Well, like if, if, if you get lunkers in people's faces, then you have to be willing to get a lunker in your face. You have and to be not there. get mad. It's a two way street. I see this. Right. You okay. can't get mad when somebody gets a lunker in your face. I'm always the one who gets the lunker in the face, apparently. <laughs> you have to appreciate somebody else getting a lunker in your uh, face my wife when you're going to get uh, lunkers in their face. When I go home tonight, my wife's going to be like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> tell, going her, lunkering. tell her she's only got a decade of YouTube to watch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lunk. Yo, you got him? Third time's the, a charm. If, if the, this if, is it? I've talked to him a couple times. All right, let's do it. And he said he can hear us. All right, Lieutenant Tony Rosas from FWC, are you there? Are you there? I don't. We're got technical difficulties. Right, well, we're done with it. Well, Tony, right. we might have to redo this next week, man. Or Lieutenant, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to we got to keep it moving and run that dog. That's it. You got to run the dog. Where'd that come from? Run, run that dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty heavy. It's heavy. Oh, okay. This is pretty heavy. It's Get heavy the popcorn out. Get the popcorn out. <laughs> it's, well, it's not as easy to understand as getting a lunker. It's not going to be face. better than putting a lunker in someone's no. face either. <laughs> that topped it for me. That You had me there. All right. So I went to University of Connecticut. I played football up there. I was a cornerback in defensive backfield. And uh, at any given point, the free safety would tell you to go into the dog coverage. And the dog coverage is when you would let the receiver run by you. You would chase him like a dog. And then when he made his cut, the quarterback would throw it high and the free safety could make the play. It was called running the dog. So at any time, the free safety would yell over at you, hey, run that dog, run that dog. <laughs> so then I would go home in the summers and I would do the Marlin tournaments and I'd be up there in the tower driving the boat. And when the Marlin comes up on a troll bait, it's exactly the same thing. It trails the bait, trails the bait. Then you turn the boat. When you turn the boat, the marlin commits, and he hits the bait. So I'd be up on the tower yelling at everybody to run the dog. <laughs> right, we're running the dog right now. We're running the dog. And here comes the marlin. Oh, there he goes. So then the other captains on the other boat started yelling, run that dog, run that dog, when the marlin would come up in the teaser or on the long bait or whatever. And then, of course, we just took it to the next level, and now it's, you know, we run that dog with pretty much everything. Then when you, then when you catch one, you put a lunker in their face. Yeah. After you run that dog, then you put the lunker in no, their face. No, in the face. No, we've we've kind of we've kind of got this whole thing. First, got to be able to get a dozen. Get a dozen. Yeah. Right? Then, 
If you can get a Dunson, the chances of you being able to get a lunker in somebody's faces go way up. <laughs> and if you're getting lunkers in people's faces, there's a pretty good chance you're, you're running, running a dog. dog. Come on! This is, I mean, this is common uh, sense. Is Anybody that doesn't get this. This is one-on-one. This is plain and simple right there in your face. Anybody that doesn't get this is just, you know, you're just not. <laughs> we can, we, well, then you're not like a real guy. Yeah, that's it. You're not a real guy. Real guy's pretty simple. Yeah. Real, real guys, real. fuckers in the face, run the dog. I mean, it's all just great And if you stuff. can't, make sure you can get your dozen. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it goes on. Oh, I bet. Because I, when you do get a lunker in somebody's face, then you have to get somebody else to confirm that that lunker is a certified lunker. <laughs> is that where the bucket thing came in? <laughs> listen, before I even really knew... I watched those videos, and I was videos. like, you were just slapping stickers on buckets at the boat ramp. You're like, hey, man, here, you're certified. Pow. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? And then that's really what I ended up watching some of these things, and I'm like, oh, this is entertaining. I'm going to watch this for a while. Hey, come over here. Pow. You're certified. Right, and as you were watching, you kind of wanted your bucket certified. I kind of wanted a sticker, yeah. Right. Everybody wants their bucket certified. And, like, you know, you come down to the ramp or you go down to the – Skyway Pier or whatever, and you're like sporting a Home Depot bucket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, I don't certify Home Depot buckets. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. The first bucket video we ever did, it was a pickle bucket, right? And I was kind of making fun of you know all the gear and stuff that they try to sell us, you know, as fishermen. Where really all you really need is your cast net, your combos, and your bucket. So we did a full explanation on a five-gallon bucket, and people absolutely loved it. <laughs> and then we started certifying the buckets, and then the buckets has been a real big thing. Did you guys see when I went live in Boston the other day? When you were walking around when you were in the streets? All right, I'm in, I'm in there, and the street artist is playing the buckets. Yes. Right? He's got like a half a dozen buckets, and he's playing, and he's jamming. And I walk up to the dude, and I said, you know, I'm a bucket guy. Yeah. <laughs> he probably looked at you like, oh. Dude, he loved it. Yes, he did. He loved it. He's like a bucket guy, and he starts taking out his buckets, and he's showing me all these different style buckets, which one's thicker, the different sounds, sounds where yep. to hit it, how to put your foot on it. So the wife runs back to the uh, hotel room, gets the guy a sticker. So now the street artist in uh, Faneuil Hall in Boston has a certified bucket. There you go. Now and he's, he was good. Right? He was yeah. entertaining that. Yeah, guy. he was. He had some skills. If I won the lotto, I'd bring him up for uh, LonkerCon. That'd be sweet. He'd be one of the performers. The Faneuil Hall bucket guy. He can actually do the drum roll for the belly flop contest. <laughs> God, this that's gonna be it. Oh, that that that's happening. Are you hey. a, are you a favorite to win this thing or no? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna hype it up today like I am. Hey, you gotta sell it. Oh, I'm gonna sell it. You gonna, like I told Jeff, I'm going into this like this is gonna be like a wrestling pregame. Gonna go against the big dogs. Yeah, I'm gonna sell it. I practiced a couple I'll times the other a, day. A little hammered. secret: if you're gonna do a belly flop. Your face has to hurt as well, not just your belly. I know, and I tried that a I couple of days. I'm just I, not looking to break my face. I, I, I'm, when it comes down to showtime, I'm selling out. I'm, I'm gonna let. I'm, I'm gonna take my glasses off. I might even put a pair of goggles on with a snorkel, and I'm going in face first. You see, that's the difference between LunkerCon and all the other promotions. You are not gonna go to a fishing tournament and see a belly flop contest. No, you're not. You are not gonna go to a boat show and see a belly flop contest. Well, I, I don't know. The, the fishing tournaments we've been in before, the Flats Masters around here, it's at the same venue we're going to at Hula Bay. And we did belly flops in them. Well, we, we did. Well, we did. Well, Cannonballs, everything. Well, yeah, after you after you weighed in 16.79 pounds and you took the lead in the Flats Masters, we, yeah, it got a little wet after that. 
It did. It, it definitely did. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it, and and I'm looking for a dozen for people who are out there. I need a dozen big guys, big real guys. But it is it is the year of the big man for it is. And that's what we were talking about because it doesn't matter what event you go to. You go to a, a, a fishing event, a seminar. If anybody's giving away anything, it's large and XL. It's just your common size. So the big men never get the free stuff. Right. The 3X, 4X, and above crowd get totally screwed at most of the events. Nothing. And it's kind of a shame because usually like the big guys are like the nicest guys in the group. And they're like used to getting screwed. Yeah, you know, they not just getting accept the, it. Yeah, not getting the, the sizes and stuff. And they start, oh, dude, it's okay if you don't have it. You know, kind of used to it and stuff. But this year, we're not going to have that issue, Flats Mafia. How many shirts? Uh, I believe we did a total. We did a 12 for the people that are uh, actual in the contest. And I think we should have did another 10 or 12 after that. All right. So the 4X and above crowd, we got about 20 or 30 you guys covered. Yeah, should be fine. And I'm going to bring all my Lunker Dog gear all the big sizes this time, and uh, if you're a four X or above, you come see me because we got stuff for you this year, and we're gonna have your own lanyard. There it is. We're gonna have a lanyard. Cause With your name on it. Well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put the greater than sign, four, and a giant X. So the greater than four X <laughs> lanyard. All right. For the lunker, because every every lunker con we give out lanyards. Uh, we did braid mono last time we were here in Tampa. That went over really good. Yeah. This year we're gonna do I think real guy braid mono and greater than four X. So we have a few <laughs> different lanyards for the. Uh, I want everybody to feel special. They're that's going good. to be. That's gonna be. Good. They really are going to be. Oh, they're gonna special. be super special. But I, I wanna. I went to the Skyway Pier yesterday. Because everybody talks about the Skyway Bridge and blah, 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 How'd blah. How'd that go? I mean, it was cool. I mean, we, we, we talked to a whole bunch of people. I was trying to find out how many of them were going to LunkerCon, and we figured out the ratio was one in five. Yeah. One in that's five. That's pretty good. Yeah, one in five on, this, on, the, on the Skyway. That's good. I thought it was. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I thought it was. But there's some characters down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if we had a Skyway Bridge in uh, Miami... I think the news would be there probably every other night. They'd either be finding somebody or... Oh, it gets bad. Do you, yeah. Do you know we when we go up there, those people, like, we got to get underneath that bridge to catch the bait when we go. And these guys, like, try to block it off. Like, I try to ask politely, hey, man, let me just slide underneath for a couple of throws. And they just, like, drop their eight-ounce weight down and, like, no. Nah. Yeah, they're, they're, we call them bridgers. Yeah, bridgers. Yeah. And we got they're, the same... They're we angry. Got, yeah, no, we got the same issue. We got the same... We have a bridge in... Uh, in uh, Biscayne Bay, the old Rickenbacker Bridge, where they let the guys go out there and uh, fish. Most of them are doing shrimping. And um, let's just say it's pretty colorful out there. Very colorful. <laughs> All right. The, uh, tell everybody where this thing is. Yeah, it's Hula Bay. It's at Hula Bay. It's on Tyson Street. You guys can Google it, find it. It's next Friday, August 31st. Uh, it's going to be a huge event. If anybody, if you guys put it in your calendar, if you haven't put it in your calendar already, uh, it's going to be a great, great event. Uh, looking forward to it. I mean, we're right down. You know, you came in for the weekend to check out things. We're going to, we're going to go check out Hula Bay now with their brunch. But, um, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I know our last event was great and this one's going to be, I like to say the last event was good. This one's going to be gooder. Well, we're going to make Lunker Kong great again. <laughs> we're gonna make it great again that's awesome hey jeff well, we appreciate you coming all the way from fort lauderdale come up for the weekend and um you know you brought your sidekick with you, you got she's got the the live feed going 
Victoria's so we, working back there. Yeah, she is. The, yeah, Victoria the Worm is my executive producer for the weekend. There you go. <laughs> She's been doing a great job. She has been. She has been. Well, we, we appreciate you coming in and sitting down with us. Big thanks to GT Marine, Trojan Batteries, Big Storm, uh, Sunset, Florida Fishing Products, and um, go get Barracuda. Your boat, yeah. GT Marine, go yeah, get one. Go get you a boat at GT. And a uh, big shot to Barracuda Tackle. Once again, Jeff, thank you for coming in, brother. Yeah, and uh, you guys stay tuned till next week. This is Flats Mafia Radio, and this is officially Roland's last Flats Mafia sign show. Sign off there, buddy. Oh, Yeah, man. give us a sign give off. Give me a sign off. I don't know what you mean by that. Yo, you, you, you send us away with simple. the two fingers. Oh, okay. Hey, this has been Flats Mafia. Two fingers, y'all. <laughs> two fingers. Run that dog. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone.